Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Laudenslager, and this week we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day. So I went down to Nine Irish Brothers here in Indianapolis, and I had Grant and Drew join me. So we talk about uh, St. Patrick's Day history and lore, and we also have a flight of beer all related to the Emerald Isle. So sit back and enjoy. So, welcome to Nine Irish Brothers, Grant. Hello. How's it going, Chris? Excellent. Drew, hello. How's it going, Chris? Uh, you guys are back on the show again. This time in record time. I think this is the least amount of weeks. Yeah. You've been on the show and then been on the show again. Yep. Our ratings must have done much better last time. Got a lot of good feedback from you. Okay. That's, so, yeah. that's shocking. I think you're lying to me. So, and... <laughs> I'm not going to show you the statistics. Um, speaking of statistics, I have a listener from Sweden. So, shout out to that listener in Sweden. Hello. That's awesome. How's it going? Um, Far-flung far listeners. Far-flung listeners. The, uh, the reason we're at Nine Irish Brothers is that this week is St. Patrick's Day on March 17th. This, which is Tuesday. Which is this Tuesday. We're recording this on Sunday because St. Patrick's Day here will probably be the craziest crazy town uh, I will be here oh, yeah. and contributing to Crazy Town. Yeah, it's, it'll be insanity. The um, problem is, I, I hear to do radio shows, you have to be able to actually enunciate your words, and we probably won't be able to do that most of the night. Yes. So lots of yep. uh, lots of alcohol being consumed. We'll probably. be very hydrated. Right. Yes. Yep. Got got to keep healthy. So in lieu of St. Patrick's Day, we have a flight of five beers in front of us right now, um, and we're going to go through each of those. They're all Irishy themed, I guess. Yeah, I think it'd be safe to say they are. Yep. Um, and we have some like fun facts about Saint Patrick's Saint Patrick's Day. Day, which we'll get to in a second. But first, we're gonna try. We're gonna um, start drinking. So start beer drinking. number one, Harp Lager. Okay. Uh, Imports. This is a Euro Pale Lager, five percent ABV, actually brewed by Guinness. Ah, got it. So this is uh, Guinness's Lager brand, I guess. So there very, very pale. Looks like apple juice. Did you get the right one? I don't know. Did I? You got the blonde. I did not. Yeah, that's the blonde on the right side. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Starting the left. So we'll just cheers over my really expensive hey, hey, great. You know, I'm no expert, right? That's right. That's why I'm here. Grant's colorblind. Are you colorblind? Mm-hmm. You're not colorblind. No, shut up. No, I'm not. I see full color. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be better if he was. It would, but I can blame it on that, but I'm not. Uh, Drew actually just got glasses. I did. You are wearing glasses. Yeah, he, he doesn't wear them, but he does now. Yeah. Are they Warby Parkers? Hmm. No you know, way. You know when you no, whisper. No, those are those real. What are those real glasses? Yeah. They are. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just said uh, no. I whispered. I go. There's like, clear glasses. The best part is so so. Okay, so we go into. I just I just went to like lens crafters. Like I want to get in and out like single day. I didn't want to mess around. So. We're in there, like, I, I haven't had an eye appointment in, like, two years, so, like, I'm filling out all that paperwork and stuff, and so Margaret, my fiancé, is, like, up and down the women's section, has already found, like, three pairs of glasses that she wants to buy just with, like, plastic lenses in them. Like, yeah. she has perfect vision. She's like, I want a pair of glasses. And I was like, but you don't need a pair of glasses. She's like, no, they're just so stinking cute. They are cool. 
So yeah, I mean, these are real. Um, I, I don't. I'm not too bad. Close, like my close-up vision is actually quite good, but I have astigmatism, so you're not as far as I am. No, no. yeah, like I can, I can function without glasses, but like uh, I could, I could help. not drive, read anything really yeah. well. I can barely see. Like if I take off my glasses, my phone literally has to be like <laughs> an inch away from my nose for me to see anything. Well, that, so. that's nice, and then you use your nose to access things on the right, touchscreen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of harp? Speaking of glasses. Mm. I would say this beer looks a lot sharper than usual. No, I'm joking. Um, um, <laughs> it tastes like a lager. It does taste like a lager. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory yeah, stylistically. Like, it's a good, all right lager. It's um. I've just never been a big fan of lagers. The problem. No. Well, we we had the same issue. So on on the last show, we well, I guess we didn't have a lager. We had a pilsner. Pilsner. Right. right. So I think it was a similar issue there, which is I just you're just. You're so limited, I feel like. Yeah, it just, it just not, there's, I think that has a good body compared to, this is BM, true, compared to, like, BMC beers, Bud Miller Coors. Thank you. Um, yeah. Where they're American style lagers, I probably assume, I mean, it's a, it's a Euro style pale lager. So I think probably that would make it a little bit more. You can tell Drew doesn't like lagers. Well, oh, you, but, okay, but so I've already pretty much finished mine. That, that's I, the think point this, I, I think this. I think this. It's you can you can drink three, it's, four, five of these in one sitting and not even really like notice it. They're yeah. just it's really light. Um, it's I mean this would be again it's a great summer beer because I mean you can sit outside and go through three of these in the hot sun and not like, yeah not yeah like they're it's, light and well and that's the thing it's, it's, it's this is not a bad beer I I'm traditionally very hard on beers it's a very tasty. Lager. I'm just not a huge fan of lagers. Yeah. Make, it makes Coors look a lot. Yeah, and this a lot better than Coors. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it has a little bit interesting of like a hop character at the very end, which is kind of nice. It's a little. I mean, the the mouth. It's feel, more full bodied. Yeah. In the mouth. That's why I like it. Unlike Coors, it's like it's, it's, water. Yeah. It is. I think color so be water. If you put it next to them. I think this would just definitely be. I mean, it's the lightest out of the five that we have. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about this again. I saw that Budweiser commercial again that like oh, makes yeah. fun of craft beer. Craft beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, go listen back to the Super Bowl show if you want to hear my thoughts. Yep. On that, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's interesting. So, um, I kind of think that we want to take this guy and do <laughs> that. I can do that. Oh, okay. We're gonna do the the blonde next. The, the Guinness no, blonde. blonde, okay. Because next that's a last. natural uh, progression of color. Yeah. Oh, we're going. Yeah, okay. light to dark. Light to dark. Right. That makes sense. So I've never had this before. I have not either. I've My fiance it. swears by this beer. Like she, she does love was, it. They were out of this last time we were here, and I thought she, she was gonna burn the building down. Yeah, I think she almost threw a temper tantrum. Okay. So this is an American pale lager, five percent ABV, mm-hmm. also brewed by Guinness. Yeah, but called yep. Guinness, Guinness blonde. blonde. Uh, so color-wise, I think if you would compare it back to the first lager that we had, it's a little darker. It's close. Yeah. It's pretty amber. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's slightly darker. It's in between the um, the lager and I think what this, uh, the, is this harp that's next? Or no? Um, the first one was... It's, it's, I would say it's, it's in between like an amber ale and a, this is, like this a is lager our, or a This is our red ale. Yeah. And what's the last one? Or amber? This is an Irish amber. Irish just, amber. Like, we're jumping Sorry. the gun. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Grant. Yep, spoiler alert. There's, there's Later three, in the show. There's three other beers here. So many beers. Um, 
So, fun fact about St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick, which the day is named after, wasn't actually born in Ireland. He was born in Britain. And he, but didn't he bring Catholicism to Ireland? He did. Or so, or essentially, when he was 16, he got... Uh, captured by some Irish raiders and forced to work in solitude as a sheep herder. And then he converted to Christianity in a big way and left Ireland to become a priest slash missionary, but then went back to Ireland and spread Catholicism. Catholicism. Yes, correct. Whatever that, yep. All throughout Ireland, essentially. And then he died in 14, or four, 461. 80. Yes, yes. 80. Um, he used a three-leaf clover, which you only as a shamrock. Shamrocks aren't actually plants; they're just like the shape. It's usually referred yes. to as a shamrock. There's different clovers in the U.S. that mm-hmm. have like those three distinct leaves on them. He used that to represent the Holy Trinity. Got it. So uh, Irish people used to wear. That's how them. you get the whole clover leaf green. Right. Etc. Etc. Yeah, because Ireland is, of course, commonly referred to as the Emerald Isle. Very green. Very green. Uh, then the clover is representing the Holy Trinity. People used to wear it, and they also used to wear green to reflect that particular uh, fact about Ireland yeah. and the Holy Trinity and all yep. that good stuff. So let's try Guinness Blunt. Let's not cheers our <laughs> It makes Chris very nervous. I'm just so nervous. Note to the listeners, whenever we cheers, it's right over the, the top mics. of Chris's Literally, very I lovely mic. Drop it. I'll be like, oh god. Okay. What are we thinking? This it's is got a, a, good. It's got a nice finish. It starts out really bad. I was just about to give it a horrible review. Mm. But it's got a really nice flowery finish. It starts out really boring, like I hyper gonna, boring. Yeah, I was, my first thing was going to say it's it's, uh, it's kind of tropical a little bit. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's got a little like herbaly fruitiness characteristic to it. Um, a little, I think it's coming from a hop, a hop character. Oh, absolutely! But it's not sour, bitter hops. It's no, like sweet hops. It's like yeah, it's it's. There's not a bitterness there. There's an earthiness, of, mm-hmm. like an herbal earthiness happening a little bit with it. It's like I'm drinking a bottle of Herbal Essence's hair care products. Ooh, <laughs> that's no. I'm kidding. It, please, please, please don't, it's please not don't try it at home. <laughs> yeah, and, and listeners, it's not quite that strong. I'm just being a jerk. Um, Regrets. I mean, no, but I mean, compared to the first one, it's, it's pretty drastic. Between oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I'd say this has a lot more, I mean, it, the problem that we have sometimes with, with beers like the first one we did is there's just not a whole lot to talk about. I, I mean, it's not a bad beer, but there's just not a whole lot to character it. Character to it, yeah. 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 It tastes like beer, and that's I, about it. I now know why your fiancé okay. likes this. Doing good. Yeah. Chilling. Yep. yep. No, I now know why your fiancé likes this. What? Because floral, it's girly. It's, it's very fruity and lively. It's not like a, like a harsh beer flavor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's like a step above an, an don't say it regular lager lager. Oh, okay. Like a light like a a light beer. Yeah, I mean it, lager, it, it's starting lager. to have a little bit of character to it. Yeah. It's starting to have kind of a little more complex taste. There's still not a whole lot going yeah. on. It's slightly more interesting, um, but it's not anything to like write home about and I mean it is brewed by Guinness so I mean it is a yeah, now not, this, not a craft no it's not a craft beer now this would be a great summer beer yeah this on a pool like a pool deck or a boat I think really well iced would go very well 
Yeah, just because that's lightness. I don't know. Well, I'm, and the floralness, like, it kind of feels summery to me. I'm not a huge fan. I know you're not. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's just... It's okay. I mean, I think it's Guinness fine. is trying to have a beer to kind of compete with the other, like, blonde, lighter beer market. Yeah, well, I mean, but most, they also most, make this. Well, I know they make heart, but, but that's like, more... It's, that's a Euro-style... Yeah. yeah, American style. Yeah, so. I think this is this is definitely. I mean, generally, most people when, when you say Guinness, they think of their you know their mm-hmm. staple dark dark beer. Right. Whereas I think this is going to be something that they're going to try to market to go against the you know the Coors Lights, the Bud Lights. Millers, the, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think this market's more towards like, um, like Budweiser. Right. Uh, right. Bud no, Light, it's like it's Budweiser it's definitely itself. a more uh, full-bodied beer for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I. I Maybe have it again if it was available. I mean, <laughs> if they didn't have regular Guinness, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, still I don't doubtful. Know. But but for for all of my future girlfriends and first fiance, it's a great beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great beer for fiancés and girlfriends. That's right. Apparently. Great. There goes our. Oh, there goes our. There goes uh, our female five female, female listeners. listeners. Yes. Yep. Please still listen. But if you're single, don't drink. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There no, you go. don't drink the single. If you're single, drink tequila. Oh dear. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll fix that problem. That there will fix go. that problem. You'll wake up and suddenly you'll be dating Julio. <laughs> oh dear. Ran off the rails. Uh, okay. Any other <laughs> thoughts on this one, Grant? Okay. No, no. True. I'm, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just thinking how much time's gonna have to pass before we're invited back again. Uh, <laughs> I ruined that one. Sorry, yeah. Drew. He's right. tacked on a month or two at least. I know. Um, right, before we go to the next one, I gotta pee. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> Grant has to go to the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. Put that on air. I, I have to. I have to pee. pee. I suffer from TBS, tiny, bla- tiny bladder syndrome. I'm sorry, kids. All right. Well, we'll be right back. We should make a fundraiser for TVS. Donate to the Patreon. Did he pre one? Did he pre-install one on top? He hasn't yet, but he probably okay, should. Because yeah. it'll find. I mean, Dodge Fibers find their own. Mm. If you don't provide them a telephone yeah. pole, they'll they'll introduce you to one very quickly. Got it. Okay. I have a great great topic to talk about in the next round here. But anyways. Oh good. No, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's Jeremy Clarkson. Yes. Oh, okay. We have to talk about that. He quits? Okay, no, no. Stop quit. now. Just stop All now. Right. We're going to start at the beer. Okay, so okay. this third beer is actually one specifically brewed for Nine Irish Brothers. Yep. Um, by Peoples. My favorite, by the way. Uh, this is an Irish Red Ale 4.3% ABV. So this is like exclusive to Nine Irish. So like Peoples brews this and Nine Irish, Nine Irish is Buys all of it. Well, they only have, they're the ones who have access to it. Right. So you can only get this at Nine Irish Brothers here in Indy off of Mass Ave or in West Lafayette. There's two, two locations, locations up in Lafayette. West Lafayette well, get. one in West Lafayette, one in Lafayette. Technically. But technically. they're like within miles of each other. Right. So color-wise, again, this is my go-to. Deeper, deeper yep. color, obviously. It's pretty reddish. It's going to... No. You got the red... Yes. That's the red ale. <laughs> I get this every time. I should know by now. Oh yeah, that's totally red ale. Yep. I mean, this is like your favorite strain. Yeah, this is. I mean, if you guys recall, I think my first time on the show was yeah, the, 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 the was red, red yeah ale. the red or amber ale episode, and I am just a big fan. Um, red ales to me, like they, there's they kind of got that like a certain amount of like smooth creaminess to them, and I don't know, it's just it's somewhere in the middle. Like I'm actually I'm a pretty big fan of of IPAs. 
Um, but like if I'm not going to do an IPA and I want something that's a little more mellow, not quite as hoppy, like Amber Ale just seems to be a good in-between yeah. between, you know, like a standard lager or Pilsner. Um, so yeah, this is actually one of my, probably, this might be my favorite uh, Amber or Red Ale. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just, just in general. Yeah, just in general. Like every time I come here, like Grant... Grant almost always will get a Guinness. I almost always the first beer I get is, a, yep. is an Irish yeah. red. So it's definitely good. It's definitely one that I would want to do like a full glass of. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's very it's, it's very um, smoky, earthy coffee to me. Not coffee, maybe, but smoky and there's a sweetness in the nose and there's a smoothness happening, but there's also it's, it's like the back of the tongue smoking. It's yep. a bonfire taste. Yep. Like, like maybe yeah. in a smoked barrel kind of taste, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. charred barrel taste. Very good. Yep. Yeah. Tasty beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, it's and, you know, and that's how I describe it. This is a tasty beer. Yeah. And it's compared to the other two, not a well, tasty beer. No, uh, no, these aren't tasty beers. This is like refreshing lighter beers. This is like a tasty like you drink it for the flavor. flavor. If you've ever had like a cask aged beer, it's like that, but very much toned down. Like usually cask aged are super intense. Really, really intense. It yeah. has that, the IPA. finish on that is just a hint of like that smokiness flavor. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that cask smokiness barrel kind of flavor. Yeah, I definitely. This one's super good. I would definitely. I, and I've had a. I would definitely do this one again. I think. Ten out of ten would do again. Maybe not 10 out of 10, more like a, I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. <laughs> I hate doing that. Um, so, speaking of... Well, not speaking of, so on the break, we discussed a topic we wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. What was your... So this is not... It, not, not really, a beer okay, topic. so this not is really like, like this day. is not necessarily St. Patrick's it, It's more theme, of a current event. Okay. We are all like very... Well, guys, let's do the news. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. If that hasn't given it away yet. Yes. Uh, uh, everyone here is a big, big fan of uh, BBC Two's Top Gear. You know it's on BBC Two? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, you're better than I am. Um, <laughs> I knew that. What? So, for our listeners that are familiar with this, um, we, we have gotten terrible, terrible news this week. Dacia Sendero is no more. <laughs> Okay, can we not okay, see this okay, bit okay. and just rip them off completely? Okay. No, Jeremy Clarkston is, in all, it sounds like in all likelihood, uh, will not be continuing with the show. So Yep, and for all knows? those of you that don't know, Jeremy Clarkston is one of the three main hosts of Top Gear. Yep. Drew Hammond and James May join him on the show. I didn't know until, like, just now that he's, I mean, he's a, he was suspended, essentially, for punching a producer in the face. Yep, yep. And he was quoted saying that it was basically just a difference in opinion or something. No, the producer didn't have fresh food ready at the end of the day. What? Well, that's the that's, going that's, quote that's, story. That's, yeah. Everything I is... saw something from BBC, like a, his official statement was something like, you know, they've worked it out, no hard feelings, blah, 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 but is there like unofficial... So, so the, the unofficial story is that Jeremy had a rough day. At the end of said rough day of filming, they didn't have like any food ready for him. They, the producers forgot to like order dinner. Okay. Jeremy, I think, got into a small fracas for the producer, which might have ended in part of Jeremy's hand, fist touching said producer's face. How hard? No one said. I, I honestly, I don't believe it's probably very hard. It's more of probably like uh, of lights. Yes. Well, I think what made things really kind of go off the deep end was when they they suspended him and then they canceled the. The next, like, they well, like canceled the airing for that Sunday, and I think that really right. And Jeremy turned himself in. Jeremy called the producers of BBC and told him he punched a producer in the face. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it was the whole, like, the whole reaction kind of just set everything off. So, anyways, for those of you that are that are fans of that show, sad news. But I, know. I mean, this is basically going to be. I mean, the Earth. Do you think they're going to continue it? No. Do you think they're? It's, it's, they may try, but I mean, it I, won't. I, it I, won't be I, top here. Unfortunately, I think the way that the whole production team handled this whole like new situation with like this leaking so early on and everything, like, I literally think this could have cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. Like that show brings in an astronomical amount of right, money. Right, but it's for also wicked too. expensive to produce at the same time. Yeah, but, but I mean, about how much yeah, it brings out. It's yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 BBC Two's flagship program. Like it yeah. it funds it's the BBC, a very it's, large percentage of their it's production BBC's budget. Game of Thrones, yes, yes, yes. I mean, so we'll see what happens. But I mean, there's there's other franchises of Top Gear. I mean, there's, there's, the, there's the American Gear. one. There's like uh, an Australian, Australian one. But they're just yeah, not, but they're not. They're not syndicated. Australian Top Gear isn't syndicated in the U.S. And U.S. Top Gear isn't syndicated outside no. of the U.S. Is the no. U.S. Top Gear syndicated in the U.S.? Barely. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's on super premium cable. So I don't even. Uh, you gotta have like the is super like duper. Channel? Uh, it is. No, it's, no, it's history channel. Is it really? I thought it started on speed. No. Okay. It's aired on, it's on speed, it's on but it's Spike. Okay. It's on, it, it airs on Spike, but it's history yeah. channels. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And it yeah. Is, well, no, now, and, and Tanner Faust, I like Tanner Faust. He's the only good one of them that's on it. The problem is just the chemistry. Those three characters oh, are man. so Clarkson unique, May, and, and the chemistry Hammond. they have is what makes that show. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that. It's not that it's not what they do on the show. It's the it's the character chemistry. And, 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 the, and the best part is they aren't fake characters. They're the, the three guys that run the show. Yeah, they're yeah. genuine. And so this morning, Drew and I were on on the interwebs, watched a funniest laughs compilation from the show, and like I saw episodes from like years ago that I don't barely remember. Yeah. And died laughing because the, the, the three of them just had the best like chemistry. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. onwards and upwards back to. Back what to this? Beer oh, what, what is this podcast about again? Uh, I don't even recall. Craft beer. Why, why uh, beer in general. And oh, okay. uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patty's ah, Day. Right. That's so, where all the green came why. from. Yeah, exactly. That's where the green things happen. So, um, so St. Patrick's Day parades essentially are like an invented by the U.S. Right. So, the after Ireland's potato famine, we had all of these Irish immigrants come into the U.S. and they brought in. St. Patrick's Day as a tradition, mm-hmm. and uh, St. Patrick's Day parades were invented in the U.S. because the U.S. We, we love parades. Duh. We're like a really like big parade thing. I'm, I don't really understand parades in general. Well, okay, it's, it's us, the Soviet Union, and North, North Korea. Korea. But yeah. those two only like military parades. Right. Yes. We just we we want to. We just freak out for Snoopy every year. We make an excuse for parades for every single holiday. Like. Yep. It's unreal. Um, corned beef and cabbage, of course, is a traditional Irish American Irish American dish. Um, so, do you know why corned beef became a thing with Ireland, with Irish Americans? I do not. So, at the same time of all these Irish immigrants moving into you know, going through Boston and going through New York City, they also lived close to other uh, similar immigrants like Jewish and Italian immigrants. So, of course, Jewish, is, Jewish people are famous for making delis in New York City. And corned beef, which is a kosher food, basically just... It was, was that? cheap. It was right? available. And I, 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 traditional Irish fare, pork is used more often. And in Ireland at that time, pork was cheap. But in the U.S., it was expensive and hard to find. So, that's kind of why the whole 
corned corn beef cabbage. thing. Cabbage was used because, same deal. Cabbage is cheaper than potatoes. If you put them all together, it's really cheap. Mm -hmm. And that's why corned beef and cabbage is like a thing that is very Irish, but Irish-American. Not Ireland-made. Not Ireland. Because the there, so it's just potatoes. Pork. And potatoes. And potatoes. And, and pork. potatoes with potatoes. Well, <laughs> pork is bigger there, though, because you don't have that influence of the Jewish community. Yes. Mm -hmm. With uh, having something kosher. Yep. Corned beef, as in just like a salted cured beef product. Yep. Is really famous because it's kosher. I actually went to a kosher deli uh, for lunch the other day. Shapiro's oh, here nice. in Indianapolis mm -hmm. is close to We've my been work. doing a lot of delis recently. I, I told Chris and I had a conversation about this, about all our, our market markets, experiences, markets, yes, and, yes. and how Sandwiches. in the middle of the line during our second market of the week, I suddenly realized I cared what, co what country my coffee came from. <laughs> <laughs> so, what country this next beer came from was Ireland. Uh, Ireland? Yes. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, hmm. this is I see Smithwick's, a recurring theme with this show. Right? This is Smithwick's uh, Brewery and Irish Ale. It's an Irish ale, a re Irish red ale yep. as well. Or actually, yep, I'm looking for the right one. Uh, it's 4.5% ABV. So it's the same as the People's one. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little darker than. Oh, it's very much darker. It's, it is. It's, a, it's definitely a touch more red and dark. Um, have you had this before, Drew? Um, I'm fair, we had the, we had this on the. I think do we have this on the red the red ale show the Smittix? I don't think so. No. Smittix red. I didn't bring that. I don't. I didn't think you did. Go back and look, listeners. Let me know. Sure. Let us know what's wrong yeah. with that. I, I know that I've had this for, before, for sure. Grant, what do you think? It's very red. Mm. Um, trying to think of a way to describe it. See, I think this tastes a lot like the like the red ale we just tried, like the Nine Irish Red, but just like... It's more. What? Everything's more. A little bit turned up, I think. Um... I, I don't know. Like I, I was almost gonna say the opposite. Like I, I feel like it's more mellow, but I, I mm. it's definitely similar. I mean, you can definitely it's tell it's smoking. Yeah, you don't get that okay. same finish. I guess you're right. Like the the initial impression is a little more like it's got a little bit more punch to it to start with. Um, okay. Like on like I would say like on the tip of your tongue, like the mouthfeel at the very beginning is a little bit. You get that. Red ale, that kind of that, that taste, that smoothness, taste, okay. um, and brightness a little more in the beginning, but it definitely it doesn't have the same, it doesn't have the same finish really at all. I think it's a little more. I get a little smoke, more smokiness just on the back of the taste, like the back of my throat a little bit, uh, similar to some other darker beers that I've had that add a smokiness to it. I think this is. On the right path, I would just want more smokiness out of it. Yeah. You mean smoother, like like lighter, smoother, but more red. I don't know. That, that's the thing. Like <laughs> it tastes red. It tastes to like me. red. Um, like the other one has a smoky, strong finish. Uh-huh. But this one is more has more depth in it. Yeah, I agree. Um. I think the people's, it, it was easier to kind of like pick out different flavors in that one, where this one's a little bit denser, mm -hmm. and everything's a little bit more squished together, I think, with yeah. this one particularly. So, Chris, uh, you know, final thoughts on this? What do you think? Uh, I think it's it's good. I think it's a little too 
it's great as for like a red ale, but I like the people's red ale more. Yeah, I think I agree with you. And I kind of liked how we had it right after the people's red ale because it kind of gave some contrast to American style red ale and traditional, right? Quote unquote Irish style red ale. Um, I think, and I don't want to sound snooty, but <laughs> it's okay. You're the host of a beer podcast. Right, you're you're snooty. But people's feels more like a craft made some beer where this feel it just tastes and the flavor profile and feels big yeah like you know? more like more man, like manufactured right where yeah. the people's one just feels a little bit more it's just got a little more character to it right and this is sweeter i think than the people's one yeah people's more flavorful and like bold like um what's the other flavor profile chris we would talk about Character. No, 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 not in beer. Like food, just, like just, just umami. Umami. <laughs> it's got more umami. No, this is this is sweeter. Whereas like the the Irish, the people's was more umami. More like on the fifth taste. Yes, and and this is more sweeter. Just like sugar added to make it taste good. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's it maybe there's not there's, there's sugars in there. Obviously. Oh, sure, sure. That's what I'm saying. This, this is just sweeter. Difference in fermentation process, I think. Or more sugar originally and less, and so when you ferment, on the grain, more is yeah, left. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could definitely. Take that into account. Um, yeah. Now, by, by no means is it a bad beer, but I, I don't know. It's very sweet and heavy, and I don't know if I want a whole one. Next to next to the people's, the yeah. people's trumps this one. As oh, a for sure. Style. But I think if we had this on our own, it's a good beer. It's fine. Uh, all right. So our fifth and final is Grand Michael the Guest's favorite. Grand Michael the Guest's favorite beer of all time. Guinness Stout. That's right. And if you want to know more about Guinness Stouts and Stouts in general, we're not going to spend too long on this because we've already had it on the show. We had it on the Stout Show with Grant. Um, so go check that out at noexpertshow.com and listen to the Stout Show. Of course, it's very traditional style. Um, this is the Irish beer. The Right. This Guinness is... I was watching a documentary on YouTube about Guinness. It's the potatoes of... Yeah, Ireland. It is. It is their hugest export uh, for products. Uh, Basically, every farmer in Ireland uh, makes grain, grows grain. Like a huge percentage of it goes to Guinness directly, and they still import grain Um, to make Guinness. And what's cool about I was just looking at the Irish menu. You can do a black and tan, a black and gold, a half and half, the dark side of the moon, a black and blue, a black velvet, a black ball, the bond, the bomb, um, shandy, a harp shandy, a snake bite, a miner's lung, and a trojan horse. So there's like a million ways to pair There's a million ways to pair Guinness with something with else. Everything yeah. because it was weird. It's a weird beer that does get paired with other beers in the same glass, yeah. that is. I mean, as a stout, it is a fairly, a pretty easy stout to insert some other flavors into. And I'm fairly certain this is true. I think I read this recently that actually really like kind of a since we're on the fun facts of uh, St. Patrick's Day and stuff. So um, during the war, World War II, um, Guinness actually had a lot of factory workers. There's actually about 800 people that worked at the Guinness factory at the time. About half of them were called into service during World War II, and the company actually paid half of their salaries while they fought in the war oh, wow. uh, for their families, and then uh, guaranteed uh, their all their jobs when they came back. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the people who went to fight didn't come home. Right. But, uh, I mean, they, they took care of, I mean, basically, the company took care of their families and, and continued to pay the people that worked there uh, even during the during the war. Yeah. I mean, that's so, a- and, and they actually had... Uh, they had 
uh, they would send out basically like care packages. Like they would uh, kegs you know, Yeah, they would take mm-hmm. kegs essentially to the front lines of the war. Um, and they actually had an entire division of the business whose sole job was to basically just like oversee these care packages to the front lines. So that's kind of some cool history, I guess, from the the company's perspective. I mean, it's, it's an incredibly old company in in, uh, in Ireland. Yeah, I mean, as for I mean, it is a huge, huge brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is. It, Guinness, of course, is is considered like mass produced. I think out of apart from BMC and Ambev, it is I believe still independent. It's not owned by any big beverage American beverage conglomerate. Well, Ambev is actually uh, where are they out? They're not Chinese. Kind of, no, it's some Eastern European like Austria yeah. or something. Um, Ambev, which owns Anheuser Busch, Anheuser yeah. Busch has in like the United States umbrella of the thing it's not even oh it's um where is anytime now oh my gosh geography was not crystal strong suit no i'm thinking keep in mind the the name of the show heineken is brewed where but isn't germany no i don't know give me a second because i will um anyway but i think out of guinness being one of uh, still a huge breweries is still kind of one that feels still independent. Independent. Well, I no, in, in the very least cares about like their quality. I mean, they always, they always they award bars for like having like like the best pint of Guinness. Like they, they're incredibly um, they're incredibly quality control. Well, they're proud of their product. Yeah, I mean they they, they make sure that the bar is, has fresh product, is performing the product right. I mean, it's they really care about the experience. Which you is is kind of rare, and it's uh, I mean, as you go into a bar and of course if they have Guinness on tap, and is this it, oh, is this always on nitro or is this is this CO two? No, it'll be on nitro. Okay, uh-huh. so I think it's always yeah. yeah so it's, it's one always of the few on that is always consi- that will will have to be in a separate for a lot of places will be a separate tap mm-hmm. from their main taps that are nitro CO2, tap it's, it's uh, a nitro yep. tap. Uh, wow, okay. I got this completely wrong. Ambev is actually based out of Brazil. <laughs> San Paulo. The most corrupt country I know of. Great. Perfect. So that's where most of your beer schemes, money from your beer is getting siphoned into some giant corporation in Brazil. Fun Which fact. is going into some politician's pocket. Yep. And sure. it's taken me almost a month to get a visa to go there. Yep. There you go. Interesting. So, um, yeah, of course, Grant loves Guinness. Uh, it's basically like water. Nectar of the gods. Essentially, um, I don't think I have any more fun uh, St. Patrick's Day facts, but uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week on I'm No Expert. Grant and Drew, thanks for joining me on the show this week. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And back to the studio. I love doing field recordings like this for the show. We haven't perfected it yet. Let us know what you thought by uh, tweeting at us by going to twitter.com slash noexpertshow. Leave a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash noexpertshow if you prefer that social network, as well as going to noexpertshow.com to subscribe to the show through iTunes and listen to all of our past episodes of Archives. I can't believe I've done 35 episodes so far, and it's all thanks to you guys, of course, who listen to the show every single week, as well as our Patreon supporters. Uh, Go to patreon.com. 
patreon.com slash no expert show to support the show on a episode basis or a monthly basis donate a quarter donate a dollar every little bit helps to keep this show going thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week